E-L-S. The Abbott and Costello program, starring Bud Abbott and Lou Costello, brought to you by Camel, the cigarette of costlier, properly aged tobaccos. The Abbott and Costello program, with the music of Carl Hoff and his orchestra, our singing star, Amy Arnell, and spotlighting that chunky, chubby little cherub, who went caught putting a sack of sugar in his Uncle Artie Stebbins' pocket because he heard his aunt say he had a sour puss, calmly said, I'm a bad boy! Hey. Well, Costello, here we are back in Hollywood. Hello, will you listen to me, please? I say we're back in Hollywood. <laughs> Tell me, how did you enjoy your train trip back from New York? Oh, Abbott, it was absolutely terrible. What do you mean? I went into the diner for lunch and I started off with soup. Yeah. The train goes around the curb and spilled the soup on my pants. And so then I started on my salad. Again, the train hits another curb and the salad spills on my pants. And then I start on the roast beef. Suddenly the train stops quick. The beef slides across the table right under my pants. What a lunch. Oh, that's, that's terrible, Costello. Did you have the same trouble at supper? No. For supper, I stayed in my drawing room and I ate my pants. What was that? What was that? Darn that zipper. I, well, did you enjoy... Did you enjoy did you enjoy the scenery along the trip? What scenery? The train was so crowded you couldn't even look out the window. I finally got one little glimpse of Albuquerque Q from the dining car. <laughs> Albuquerque Q? Albuquerque Q. <laughs> you did that, eh? Yeah. Huh? Yeah, an old woman was sitting at the table next to me. She let me peek out through the hole in her donut. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, look, how, how about you? How about your old hometown, Patterson, New Jersey? Did you go back to the old neighborhood, Lou? Oh, I went back to Patterson, all right. That's right. Hey, yeah, but that's a pretty tough neighborhood. Any kid with ears is a sissy. No kidding. Any cat with a tail is a tourist. But they had a big parade in my honor, Abbott. You did? At the head of the parade came Mayor Fury with Mrs. Fury on his arm. Then the Guard of Honor, Captain Jorlette and Mrs. Jorlette on his arm. Then I came next with Izzy Rappaport on my arm. Wait a minute. Who's Izzy Rappaport? He's the guy who ran me the tuxedo. Oh. He, he, he don't trust nobody. Every time I raise my silk hat to the crowd, I lifted myself off the ground. Yeah, you lifted yourself off the ground. Yeah, Izzy had the hat chained down to the pants. Oh. <laughs> Boy, I'll bet you um, I'll bet you look great. Oh, yes, I am lost already. Well, well, no, no, yes, no. indeed. Well, I certainly did I certainly did look great. You must have looked great, I Yeah, and did I have fun with the girl? Oh, naturally. Hey, Abbott. What? I had plenty of fun with the girl. You did? I bought myself a pole, 15 feet long. What was that for? That was for the girls you couldn't touch with a 10-foot pole. Oh, I... <laughs> well, I hope you didn't turn all your money back there, Costello. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what our room rent is due today. Mm -hmm. We better go over to Mrs. Niles now and give her the money. Abbott, I haven't got the money. What? Where's the $500 I gave you in New York? I spent it on a bottle of perfume for my girlfriend. $500 on a bottle of perfume? Yeah. It's called Jazz Swears. Trailer Pateur. What's that? Melted butter. Me uh, <laughs> Grade B. Grade B. Oh, look, you idiot. How are we going to pay our rent now? Well, look, Abbott, why don't you pay the rent? Uh, I'll, oh, give you, I'll no. give you my half later. No, no, wait a minute. No, you don't. You no, don't. Abbott, we've always been pals. I know, I'd but... share anything of mine with yours. Well, that's if different. I had two loaves of bread, I'd give you one. If I had two books, I'd give you one. If I had two blondes. Yes, yes. Would you like the other book? Now, wait a minute. Listen. <laughs> Now, stop this silliness. Uh, this is serious. We've got to make some money right away. Hmm. Hey, wait a minute. I've got an idea. Well, we can go to work for my cousin, Bob Goldstein. He, he runs a bakery. We can go over there and help him knead some dough. Sure. We can go over right away and... 
What did you say? We can go over there and help him need some dough. Why shouldn't we go over there and help him need some dough? I'm the guy that needs the dough. No, 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 no. My cousin needs the dough. Uh, we just help him need it. Look, Abba, let him look out for himself. Come on, let's go over there and get some dough. I need it. No, no, it's too late to need dough now. Well, what about the dough I need for Mrs. Niles? You no, know, you don't need dough for Mrs. Niles. You need dough for my cousin. Why do I need dough for your cousin? Because you need the dough for Mrs. Niles. Look, Abbott, we need dough for Mrs. Niles, don't we? Yes, right. And we can get the dough from your cousin? Right. Come on, let's go get oh, it. Oh, no, no, it's too late. He isn't needing dough until tomorrow. I don't care when he needs it. I need it tonight. But my cousin's victory is closed now. He's gone home. Let's go over to the house and get the money. Oh, he won't give you any money until uh, you help him knead the dough tomorrow. You mean he doesn't need any dough at home? No, he doesn't need any dough until he gets to the bakery in the morning. Oh, his wife goes through his pocket at night, huh? No, she doesn't. <laughs> he gives her half of everything he gets for kneading her dough. You mean he gets paid for kneading dough? That's right. He gets $50 a week. Boy, what won't the OPA think of next? The OPA has nothing to do with this. He deserves the $50. It's pretty hard, uh, pretty hard work kneading dough. I've always found it pretty easy. Oh, yes? Do you know how much trouble it is to knead dough? Now, first you have to rub a little grease on your pan. Well, what's that for? So the dough won't stick to your pan. I don't care about my pan, but I want a little dough to stick to my fingers. Now, look, never mind. I love money. I know you do. I want to run through it in my bare feet. Yeah, listen to me. Never mind that. You spread the dough out on the table and make several rolls. Now I got to shoot crap for it. Yeah, no, nothing of the kind. After you get the rolls of dough, the next thing you need is a little uh, oven. I don't need no little lovin'. I don't want no lovin'. That's how I lost my price, though. Look, you Too don't... Too much lovin'. No, you don't understand. You don't understand anything. I said oven, not lovin'. Look, I'll explain it to you. When I say you need dough, I don't mean the kind of need that starts with an N. I mean the kind of need that starts with a K. The kind of dough that you need, that starts with an N. You only get by needing the kind of dough that starts with a K. Oh, oh! When you say I need dough, you don't mean the kind of dough that, that, that starts with an N. You mean the kind of dough that, that starts with a K. And the kind of dough that I need that starts with an N, I only get by needing the kind of dough that starts with a K. Now you've got it. Now I've got it. I don't even know what I'm talking about. According to a recent nationwide survey... More doctors smoke camels than any other cigarette. When three leading independent research organizations put the question, what cigarette do you smoke, to doctors all over the United States, the brand most named was Camel. This great nationwide survey covered every branch of medicine. The question was asked 113,597 doctors. Well, if you smoke camels yourself, you'll say, sure, why shouldn't doctors go for the flavor and mildness of camels just like I do? If you're not a camel smoker now, well, try the cigarette that, according to a recent nationwide survey, more doctors smoke than any other. For camel fans everywhere, Carl Hoff and the orchestra play a great Gershwin favorite, Liza.
is our apartment, Costello. Come on, let's go in. Well, what about Mrs. Niles? She'll nail us for the rent. Well, we'll sneak past her door. Okay. Who is that out there in the hall? Oh, quick, Costello. Make a noise like a cat. Okay. Meow! Oh, is that you, Kitty? Me- no, this is Tom. <laughs> oh. Oh, so it's you, Mr. Rabbit. I told you there's no cooking allowed in my apartments. Why are you trying to smuggle in a side of pork? Oh, pardon me, that's Costello. <laughs> Mrs. Niles, I wish you hadn't said that. I was just going to tell you how nice you look in that sunsuit. Oh, thank you, Costello. Don't you think I have cute knees? Cute? The last time I saw knobs like that, they had keyholes under them. <laughs> Costello, will you cut that out? Mrs. Niles has very pretty legs. Are you kidding, Abbott? She's bowlegged. Young man, I'll have you know I am not bow-legged. Well, all I know is you're the only woman that can get out of both sides of a taxi at the same time. <laughs> now, never mind, Costello. Let's go on up to our apartment and get ready for dinner. Come on. Just a minute, you two. What about my rent money? Where is the $60? $60? I thought it was $50. i am raising the rent. I'm glad to hear it. We can't raise it. <laughs> never mind that. Get it up, get it up. I need the dough. Is that with a K or an N? <laughs> Costello, I'm not going to stand here and eat that corn you're handing out. When I stop handing it out, we'll all stop eating. <laughs> oh, I've wasted enough time with you two. Here, come back here, you two. Come back. Well, Costello, we got in our room. Lock the door. Lock the door so Mrs. Niles can't get in. Go ahead. You don't have to, boys. I'm locking the door so you can't get out. Well, how do you like that? Hey, uh, well, Costello, we've got to get out of here. Look through the keyhole and see if Mrs. Niles is still out in the hall. Hurry up. Okay. Abbott. What? This is very embarrassing. What do you see? Another eye. Uh... <laughs> yes, and don't you try any monkey shines in there. I'm sitting right here outside this door until I get my rent. Costello, what are we going to do? Leave it to me, Abbott. I'll soft soap her. That's for you. And Mrs. Niles, are you out there, my little red-headed sweetheart? Watch her soak up the soil like an old crankcase. <laughs> Yoo-hoo, sweetheart. Don't try any of that malarkey on me. I'm wise to you. Ah, but Mrs. Niles, I really mean it. You are my ideal, my dream girl. You are my little red-headed glamour girl. I know she'd choke on that one. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> You sly little flatterer, you. <laughs> Come out here in the hall and whisper <laughs> that in my ear. Certainly, my darling. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Costello, what happened? Help me in the bed. We'll look for my teeth later. <laughs> get out of that bed, Costello. We've got to get out of here. Don't you know somebody we can call? Yeah, I'm going to call my lawyer. I, Robert Broder. This is the law firm of Broder, Broder, Breeder, Broder, and Breeder. <laughs> Glockenspiel talking. Uh, Glockenspiel, this is Lou Costello of the Abbott and Costello radio program. We got a problem. I know, I heard last week's program. <laughs> No, no, I don't mean that. Our landlady has locked us into our room. She won't let us out until we pay our rent. Well, I'll call you back as soon as I hear from Howard uh, Tings. Howard Tings? Not so good. Howard Tings with you. 
She didn't get anywhere there, Costello. Now what are we going to do? Abbott, I'm getting good and mad now. I'll show Mrs. Niles she can't fool with me. What are you going to do? I'll call the OPA in Washington. Hmm. Number, please. I want the OPA in Washington. The number is Liberty 1740. Thank you. Liberty 1744. No, 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 no. Liberty 1740. Oh, 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 oh! Oh, where does it hurt you, kid? <laughs> Look, operator, I want to talk to Washington. One moment, please. Hello, Pleasant View Sanitarium. Who do you want? Napoleon, Romeo, Julius Caesar? You name them, we got them. Look, I'm calling Washington. Oh, I'm so sorry. Washington is out chopping down a cherry tree. <laughs> operator, operator, please get me my number. It's very important. I have got no time for this foolishness. Do you hear me? I haven't got the time. When you hear the tone, the time will be 6.15 and one quarter. <laughs> Operator, will you please connect me with Washington? Do you hear me? Washington! Is that like Tacoma, Washington? No, no, that's a state like Indiana or Texas. Like what? Texas, you old battle axe, Texas. <laughs> one moment, please. Hello, Battleship Texas. <laughs> Battleship Texas? Yes, Lieutenant Martin speaking. I don't care if you're an admiral. I want Washington. Oh, hello, Admiral. You're in Washington, eh? What are your orders for our ship? I don't care what you do with the ship. You can blow it up. Aye, aye, sir. Your party has been disconnected. Operator. Number, please. Look, let's start all over again. The number I want is Liberty, 1740. 1740, remember? I think I have it now. 17... What were the last two numbers? What were the last two numbers? 40! 40! Where does life begin? One moment, please. Good morning, maternity hospital. <laughs> Ripley, you mean believe it or not? Yes, ma'am. Has something unusual happened? Has it? I'm having a baby! According to a recent nationwide survey, more doctors smoke camels than any other cigarette. That survey covered 113,597 doctors covered every state in the Union and every branch of medicine. Three independent research organizations advanced the question, what cigarette do you smoke, doctor? The brand most named was Camel. Now, your own T-Zone, that's tea for taste and tea for throat, can help explain the great enthusiasm for Camels among so many millions of smokers. See how your taste responds to the rich, full flavor of Camel's superb blend of costlier tobaccos. See how your throat reacts to Camel's cool mildness. Could be that you too will be saying, Yes, sir, Camel's suit my T-zone to a T. And here is Camel's lovely Amy Arnell to sing, I Don't Know Enough About You. I know a little bit about a lot of things. But I don't know enough about you 
Just when I think you're mine, you try a different line. And baby, what can I do? I read the latest news, no buttons on my shoes. But baby, I'm confused about you. You get me in a spin, oh what a stew I'm in. Cause I don't know enough about you. Jack of all trades, master of none. And isn't it a shame? I'm so sure that you'd be good for me. If you'd only play my game. You know I went to school, and I'm nobody's fool. That is to say, until I met you, I know a little bit about a lot of things, but I don't know enough about you. You know I went to school, and I'm nobody's fool. That is to say, until I met you, I know a little bit about a lot of things, but I don't know enough about you, baby. I don't know enough about you. Mrs. Niles is sleeping outside the door. Now's our chance to sneak out. Uh, but wait a minute. We'll have to go out the window. We'll tie a couple of sheets together and slide down to the alley. Uh, by the way, do you know how to tie a knot? Oh, sure. I used to be a Girl Scout. Uh, you mean a Boy Scout. You scout for what you like, and I'll scout for what I like. <laughs> quiet, quiet. Stop this. Tie those sheets together. Okay. Now, tie one end of the sheets around something <laughs> solid, and down we go. Have you got it tied? Yeah. All right. Here I go. You know that, don't you have it? Oh, what happened? We both fell down. Even the sheets fell down. I told you to tie them around something solid, didn't I? I did. I had a tighter on my waist. Uh, <laughs> all right, come on, let's get away from here. We've got to find some place to sleep tonight. Hey, Abbott, here's my old girlfriend, Tessie Tinfoil's house. Maybe she can tell us where we can rent a room. Tessie. Hello, Mr. Abbott, and my fat little lover boy, Louie. Hiya, Jackson. <laughs> Why do you call me Jackson? Because I'm a jitterbug? No, because you're built like a stone wall. <laughs> Tessie, we've been put out of our apartment. What for? It was too damp. Too damp? Yes, there was too much dew on it. Well, I don't know where you're from. <laughs> I say, I don't know where you're going to get another room. I heard you the first time. Ooh. Wait a minute, Tessie. A room's that tough to get? Tough? A truck driver drove by here this morning, and a crate of oranges fell off the truck. And before the driver could turn around to pick it up, two families from Oklahoma had moved in the crate and were selling the oranges. Well, what do we do now? Let's go next door to see our old friend Scotty. He might be able to put us up. What, man, laddies? I'll have to come outside to talk to you. I can't let any light in the room. I'm feeding the cat. 
What's, what's, the light, what's the light got to do with feeding the cat? Well, I painted her saucer with whitewash, and she thinks it's milk. <laughs> Look, Scotty, we've been put out of our room, and this is no laughing matter. We have no place to stay tonight. Could you put us up? Well, I've got an extra bed, but before I could let you slip in it, I'll have to ask you to take off your shoes. Okay. Hey, uh, my shoes are off. Just as I thought. Mm -hmm. Costello, you got a big hole in your sock. You can't slip in the bed. What's the hole got to do with it? Well, if your toenails are sharp enough to cut through those heavy woolen socks, just think what they would do to my thin sheets. Good night. <laughs> Abbott, Abbott, we'll never get a place to sleep. I'm so tired I can hardly stand up. You, boy. Hey, look, Costello. It's the actress, Bessie Mae Mucho. You got Bach from New York. <laughs> well, what Welcome to Hollywood. My, what have you been doing since we were gone, Bessie? I've become a businesswoman. I've opened up a candy shop. <laughs> a candy shop? Sure, Abbott. You know what a candy shop is. That's where they make salt water toofy and poopsicles, pitcher pots, and stoops. I have so much fun making candy. I spent the whole day whipping up a pond of coconut food. Don't you just adore coconut food? No. I'd rather have a sack of jelly boons and puppermints. Miss Mucho, we haven't any place to sleep tonight. Can you tell us where we can get a room? No, I'm afraid I can't, Mr. Arbus. Things are very bored in Hollywood. You might get into the trailer comp on the Los Angeles River. I'd rather pitch a toont on the booch where I can feel the ocean bruises. <laughs> and well, watch the wabs come in. <laughs> Was you ever hitting a puss with a wab? <laughs> Well, I hope you find a room, and as they say in French, a bonsoir, mon petit, a regardez-vous to you. And a picture postcard to you, too. <laughs> well, come on, Costello, we can't give up. We'll find a room somewhere. Oh, Abbott, Abbott, I can't walk another step. My feet are killing me. I'm so tired. You don't hear me complaining, do you? Do you mind if I put you down and you carry me for a while? <laughs> Look, it's two o'clock in the morning, Costello. We'd better go to sleep in the park and cover ourselves with newspapers. Not me, Abbott. I'm not going to go to sleep under newspapers. Why not? Last time I slept under a newspaper, I slept under a sport page. And all night long, Joe Lewis kept poking me in the eye. <laughs> hey, wait a minute, Costello. There's a policeman standing on the corner. Now, suppose you go over there and insult him. What would happen? If I insult the policeman, yeah. he'd throw us in jail. You see? You'd have a place to sleep, wouldn't you? Hey, you're right. But Sir, I don't I don't wanna I don't I don't Now I wait wanna... a minute, go ahead. You'll do as I tell you. Go ahead and insult the cop. And I I'll see that he takes us to jail. You'll see that he takes us Certainly. to jail? Certainly. Go ahead, insult. Okay, him. okay. Hiya, Flatfoot! Ah, good morning, boys. I'm uh, I'm Officer O'Hara. You look more like Officer Nohara. <laughs> what did you look like when you were alive? Oh, feeling kind of good, huh? Hey, you fat-ass mustache. <laughs> you 
don't know what he is in this guy, Abbott. He looks like a taxi cab with both doors open. Just a minute. Just Why a am minute. I insulting you? Just a minute, buddy. I want to write that down. Hey, now, you, now you're getting him, Costello. Give him some more. Go ahead. Give him some more insults? Sure. Okay, right. Abbott. Get a load of that skull. I'd like to be around when that thing hatches. <laughs> Go ahead, write it down. I'll write that down, too. Go ahead, write it down. Give me a pin, oh. Abbott. I'll stick it in that balloon head and let the air out. Oh, I'll write that down, too. Well, I wrote down everything you said. Good night, boy. Hey, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Ain't you gonna arrest us? No. Then why did you write that stuff down? I gotta tell some jokes tonight at the policeman's ball. Boy, are these dandies. Stick a pin in the... Oh, I'll kill people. <laughs> wait, Costello, don't let them get away. We've gotta get arrested so we can go to sleep in jail. Grab them. Grab that brick there. See that? Grab that. Yeah, that's it. Now throw it through that jewelry store window. Hurry up. Okay. the jewelry store window. The All right, get off, sir. Take me to jail. Lock me up. Lock you up? Well, lock me up. Why, there was a crook robbing that jewelry store and your brick hit him in the head and knocked him out. You saved my job. Thank you. <laughs> How do you like that? I can't even get arrested oh, now. Oh, don't. Don't give up so easy. Hey, wait a minute. There's a fire alarm box. They have to arrest you if you turn in a false alarm. Go ahead. Break that little glass. I did. Call a policeman. Have me arrested. Have you arrested? Why, I was asleep and my house was on fire. You saved my life. Well, say something. Come over here and kiss your poor old father. <laughs> oh, you brave, brave hero. I owe my life to you. Here's $10,000. Now take it and heaven bless you. Abbott, look, I've got $10,000. We're rich. We're rich. Now we can pay Mrs. Niles her back house rent. We don't have to go to jail. We don't have to go to jail. Oh, Abbott, ain't that nice? We don't have to go to jail. Hey, 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 wait a minute. What's all the hilarity about here? What's all the hilarity for? Look, officer, I just got $10,000 a few minutes ago, and, and, and just think I wanted to go to jail. Now I don't have to. I can live in the finest hotel. Well, Costello, the officer was kind enough not to arrest you. Well, why don't you take care of him? You mean I should slip him a $10 bill? Well, certainly. Okay. Hey, our officer, here is $10 for you. Oh, bribery, huh? You're under arrest. Costello <laughs> will be back for camel cigarettes in just a moment. And now, tonight, salute to the men in the armed forces who won through to victory. Tonight, we hail the patrol bombing squadron 28, heroes of the South China Formosa area. Since the beginning of the war, the makers of camels have sent more than 150 million free camels to our fighting men overseas. But now, with demobilization in progress, free camels are sent to servicemen's hospitals instead. This week, the camels go to Veterans Hospital, Bath, New York, U.S. Army Beaumont General Hospital, El Paso, Texas, U.S. Naval Hospital, Portsmouth, Virginia, U.S. Marine Hospital, Baltimore, Maryland, and Veterans Hospital, San Francisco, California, in your honor, men of the Patrol Bombing Squadron 28. Camel broadcasts go out to the United States twice a week. Our rebroadcast to practically every area in the world where our men are stationed and to our good neighbors in Central and South America. Now here are Bud and Lou with the final word. Well, Costello, it's certainly good to be back in good old Hollywood again, isn't it? It certainly is, Abbott. We have the greatest audiences here that uh, we... Pardon me, Mr. Costello, but we would like to have your picture for Look Magazine this month. Will you pose, please? I'll be glad to. Thank you. Now, I'll just get down on my knees, hold it. There. Thank you very much. Now, wait a minute. 
What's the idea of getting down on your knees to take my picture? You took a picture of my stomach. That's right. It's just a pot shot. <laughs> Good night, folks. Good night. Good night. Be sure to tune in next week for another great Abbott and Costello show brought to you by Camel Cigarettes. And remember, try camels in your T-zone. See if they don't suit your taste, your throat, to a T. C-A-M-E-L-S. Pipe smokers, there's one tobacco smoked in more pipes than any other in the world, Prince Albert. Choice tobacco, rich, mellow, mild, and specially treated to prevent tongue bite. And crimp cut for smooth, cool, even burning. Why not try PA right away? And don't forget, June 16th is Father's Day. Prince Albert makes an ideal Father's Day gift, either the pound package with its special Father's Day wrap or the half-pound tin. Saturday night, be sure to listen to Prince Albert's Grand Ole Opry. You'll hear Red Foley, Grand Ole Opry's sensational new romantic singer. Remember, Grand Ole Opry, Saturday night on NBC with Red Foley. Be sure to listen at this very same time next week for another Abbott and Costello show for Camel Cigarettes. I'll stay around for Rudy Valley over most of these stations. This is Ken Niles in Hollywood wishing you all a pleasant good night for Camels. This is NBC, the National Broadcasting Company.